0: Welcome. This podcast is an exploration into being human and what's possible when there's less attention on the noise in our heads. Warning. While listening to this broadcast, you may experience moments of deep peace, sighs of relief, personal insights, or long stretches of dead air. Do not be afraid. This is Normal. Under the Noise with Wynne Morgan and Kate Roberts welcome to this week's under the noise with me win morgan and my co-conspirator is that the word for it co-creator co-host co-conspirator actually sounds an awful lot more fun and and under the radar kate roberts hello kate hey and happy new year same to you our final episode of 2021 hit on new year's eve which was the 50th so here we are in a fresh year and for those listening if you're listening right now and wondering how do we choose the topics i can't remember if i've divulged this but this is just a peek behind the scenes of what goes on in the 10 minutes that kate and i often talk before we before kate hits record it's often a conversation about so what are we gonna talk about and see what's fresh for each of us or see what's just on our minds and, and often there isn't much. And the only thing that's on my mind right now is here we are in the first full week of, of a new year is the notion of resolutions, goals, intentions, etc. And the reason that, i think it might be interesting to explore for me to explore and maybe for you to explore too kate is just to see what we see right now in 2022 about new year's resolutions goals and intentions and the reason that it came to mind as well as it being kind of like quite timely is that i was out um between christmas and new year i spent uh, a little longer than i have done in the past in in my hometown of swansea back in south wales to see to see family and was able to catch up with a few friends as well and in the evening I, I met up with friends i knew from school so it's a long time ago so i've known these people for a long time these guys and three of us then after the after the pub after i'd drunk copious quantities of sparkling water Um, we went to, for an Indian meal, went for a curry, which is very traditional here in Britain after going to the pub, you go for a curry afterwards. And we've had lots of virtual curry nights over the last few years, and we wanted to have one in person. And with everything that's been going on COVID wise, restrictions wise over the last few months, then the group that we hoped that we'd be together weren't, but still three of us made it out. Um. For a curry, four of us were in the pub and three of us made it out for the Indian meal. And one of my my friends asked me, So when what are your kind of goals moving forward and your ambitions and everything? And it was really clear to me. My answer was, I don't really do that. And he looked at me very confused. I said, What do you mean? No, I just I just don't do things like goals and things like that. I have ideas about what I'd like, but but nothing more than that. And he goes, why not? And I said, well, I've realized two things. First of all, that me trying to achieve something often wasn't particularly fun. Wasn't enjoying the striving. And then secondly, the promise of how it would feel when I achieved something wasn't the way that I hoped. So... I wasn't enjoying getting there and I wasn't really enjoying something that I actually achieved as much as I thought I would. It was a little bit hollow. <laughs> so, so I then realized, I said to him, that maybe I wouldn't do that. But then in listening to him and talking with my other friend as well, it kind of occurred to me that that's probably a bit too extreme as well because in my mind, if i can see something that i would really love and i'd enjoy the process of getting it well of course i'd go for it so an example is writing and at the time of recording this time next week i'll be finishing up class one of my next level of of writing class Now, I've really enjoyed learning to write. And at one point, I would love to have a book in the world, out there in the world. I don't really know if it's going to happen. And yet I'm enjoying most of the time learning to write better, to communicate through written form. And I think it would be fun to get a book out but I'm not gonna be a slave to it in the way that I might've done 10, 15, 20 years ago, when sometimes I'd have my be all and end all was achieving a goal, and then realizing that when I got the goal after the glory had worn off, which didn't take long, then I'd realize that I wasn't happy when. So when that myth of I'll be happy when I lose, 40 pounds which is something that i mentioned to you before we used to hit record Um, and i'd be happy when i will be in that job i'll be happy when i get the dream car all that kind of stuff i've seen through that that i'll be happy when being a total myth so i would reevaluate what i've said to oh if something looks like it would be fun then i would go for it especially if the journey to get there would be fun too. And then I recall my final two coaching sessions with clients back in December before taking a, taking a break. And in each of those two conversations that afternoon, it was around, well, what are we looking for? What were they looking for for, for the new year? What would they like in the future? It just came up not by me going there with an agenda, but they kind of asked, and one of them even asked me, do you have New Year's resolutions? And I said, no, well, no, not really, I don't. But in that musing of that conversation that I had with each of those two people, we landed each of us onto a place of, oh, I, I'd like more of this, or maybe a little less of that. And, I wrote a quick post on it I think on my work Facebook certainly on my LinkedIn profile that the two words for me during this year to come are the two words of fun and impact and as I was musing over those two words further it I noticed that sometimes they look intertwined and sometimes they look independent so I will Often notice how much fun I have when I create impact with people and with organizations with their results. And sometimes I have more impact because I'm having fun. But I don't think it's a direct cause and effect between those two. I don't think so. So, and I didn't want to overthink it because I'm pretty good at doing that about anything. So I didn't want to get into that. But I just thought it'd be fun for you and I to just to explore that as we kick off the new year. So that's my starter, Kate. I don't know if you heard anything that was just like, oh, Wynn's doing his blah, blah again.
1: Well, our fun and impact goals Goals to me feel
0: like they have goals to me as a word. It looks to me and feels to me like there's something on it. I don't want to have anything on it. I want it to be a direction as opposed to a destination. I don't know if that answers the question or it just muddies it more. You can tell me. No, I
1: think there's a difference direction and a destination for sure yeah i've never i don't know if i've ever made a statement about a new year's resolution not to say that i've never set goals or decided that i wanted to achieve something in a certain time period But a new year's resolution. I can't say I've ever been one to to get into that as much. And lately, and I'm not saying that this is how it plays out every day, but lately it's felt more interesting for me to see where life takes me each day and it's you know it's not like I sit around on the couch and I'm like oh something occurs to me I just find that I'm doing and I'm I'm checking things off a list or accomplishing something and it just feels more interesting to not know than to make a plan and I find that I'm doing a lot I love the, how the unknown, how the the don't know mind and I don't know when I know I don't know seems to create really beautiful things in my life that feel a little bit like I'm I'm looking at what I've done in the rearview mirror rather than the road in front of me. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I'm like, oh, yeah, look what I said. Look look at that. And goals have been really fun at different points in my life. You know? But they've also been really stressful at other points in my life. You know, I've I've had, you know, I've carried them differently at different times. Mm. I think it's the best way to say that. Sometimes lately it feels like my goals and plans, depending on how I hold them, feels like more from my intellect, trying to decide in advance how things are going to look and how they're going to happen. Mm-hmm. And I noticed that I don't have as much fun anymore from that space. but so like you said, the less I have on it, the more fun I seem to have with it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, like, I take for example, at, right after Christmas, my daughter had. You went to go visit family and I decided that for her it was like her last birthday and then for Christmas we basically were gonna renovate her room we call it the crypt because she likes to turn off the lights and be like you know in a dark space she loves it so for an entire week we had a deadline we knew she was coming home these are all the things and everything that could possibly go wrong went wrong of course and then you know working other jobs and and doing all of that at the same time so it was quite a week but it felt like pressure mm. it did not feel like oh i wonder what'll happen and it didn't it felt like it was straight from my intellect i was putting pressure on myself it needed to be this way it had to be done by this point It was very much like that. And while it turned out amazing, we literally built her a library with a ladder that she could like, it was insane and she loves it. Felt like something I would have done a few years ago, rather than this letting kind of life, show me where to go on this thing. So there's nothing wrong with you know setting the goals and having the timing. There's nothing wrong with it. I just didn't. I just didn't feel as light and as interesting. I wasn't as curious each day about how it's going to turn out. And you know, so it just seems like right now it feels more interesting to not know.
0: And in your mind, how would it have turned out as a result? in the world of form and how her bedroom is and looks today, if you had held that more lightly with no pressure compared to how it worked?
1: It would probably turn out the exact same. But I would have had a lighter. Yeah. It would have felt more probably fun, more fluid. It all came down to how I held it.
0: I used to think that the result was as a result of me putting pressure on myself, as a result of me thinking harder about it, that that was how I got things done. The good couldn't happen without that. That's what I thought. I now see the folly in that for myself, from my own personal experience. I'm not saying that that's a fundamental truth. I don't know enough. say that that's a fundamental truth but i was curious to see what you thought about your daughter's room so you're saying that with less pressure it would have looked exactly the same and you'd have enjoyed it more.
1: yeah that's just another story as well
0: yeah because who really knows right who really knows
1: oh the story of oh i needed to have more fun with this or yeah you know, that's just more thought added on to it, but. Yeah, I don't, I don't think we can get it wrong.
0: Now that's a nice one, isn't it? I don't think we can get it wrong.
1: I don't think we can get it wrong.
0: And in realizing that for me, that's taken, uh, it, life's a total different dimension. Having seen a little bit about that. I don't think I can get it wrong. That alone has dissolved an awful lot of the self-imposed pressure. Self-imposed restrictive thinking and self-imposed volume of, of thinking and what I made up that would matter. A lot of that has disappeared and dissolved because of seeing that I can't really get it wrong. And in, one, in a previous episode, I'm pretty sure we mused about expectations we have of ourselves. And let's face it, I mean, it sometimes looks as if I live life and I do my doings of life in order to please other people, which is really pleasing myself. But the pleasing of myself consists of story only, nothing else. That's only what I've made up to look real then I can be even more free and live in the way that the way that you've noticed for yourself is just like hey look what I'm up to right now look what I'm doing and that doesn't mean exactly as you say there's anything wrong with goals nothing wrong with new year's resolutions nothing wrong with purposeful intentions i mean I, sometimes i think they're amazing wonderful things to have but when they feel in the way that you just described as like a noose around my neck then somewhere in my head i ain't seen it straight i've stopped having the real reason for having a result in mind What's the point of achieving anything if we don't enjoy it? If it's not worthwhile. And the only way it was going to be worthwhile is, well, something that enhances our life. And pressure doesn't tend to do that. It has the opposite effect. Me being stuck in my story of me has the opposite effect. You know, and and as just a thought that popped into my head as I said the word resolution just now and resolution is the form of it is from the word resolute what are you resolute about which means infallible to right that we will carry on regardless well new year's resolutions are notoriously something that aren't very something that we're resolute about the majority of them, apparently, they've, they fall off within either three weeks or something like that. Between three and seven weeks, they've all gone. Well, a high percentage of them, 90% of them. And in my mind, one potential reason for that is, is because the timing's wrong. We let January the 1st or December the 31st or the fact of New Year which is in itself an arbitrary made up thing because it wasn't long ago that it was March the 31st was the first day. March the 21st was the first day of the new year only 300 odd years ago. We made that up too. January the 1st was the new year. And to put that as the defining measure behind us doing something different, I've noticed that we've got that the wrong way around because that's then date driven as opposed to insight driven change. So, I mean, I had an insight back on September the 6th in last year of 2021 about, I'm not going to eat sugar, I'm done. This is making me feel really unwell and I don't like how, uh, how heavy I am and how small my clothes have gotten, which of course, my clothes didn't get small, I just got big inside them. But that wasn't because it was September the 6th. That was because I had an insight and a realization that I wanted to do something differently. And I'm pretty sure, because I've gone back to um, other times that I've logged my my yo-yo weightness, my my kilos and my, my pounds and my stone. I've gone back to when I've previously had a weight loss tracker. And I've noticed that If they start in January, they don't tend to last. But if they start at random times of the year, there's a few months of significant towards the goal, towards the whole trackery thing. So it's just kind of interesting to notice. It's interesting to notice because that is one goal I've got for myself right now. I forgot to mention that earlier on. Yeah, I've I've got a weight in mind that I'd like to achieve at some point. Because I think that's my, the weight I think my body and my frame would carry best. I'm finding it really easy because it came from inside as opposed to a forced arbitrary date or a forced arbitrary someone telling me I should. It's come from inside and I'm finding it quite easy that at some point I will get very close to or hit that goal or a point where I'm thinking, okay, I'm done. I'll stay here for a while. So that was a lot in that few minutes that I said. I don't know what you heard or if it was just...
1: I actually remembered thinking in my mind about the week of this kind of renovation and thinking, oh man... I can tell I have a lot on there's a lot of thought on this that felt like pressure. Mm-hmm. I wish I had more fun doing it. And then I was like, yeah, I don't know if that's true either. Cause there were moments when it was actually really fun to watch it come together and there's a satisfaction involved in it that when I'm telling this story about, oh, the pressure, you know, like, it's just one more story. And so even when it comes to this, I don't even know if that's true. Mm. Recently read a quote, I don't have it in front of me, so it's not gonna be an exact quote, but it said, thinking that You should be doing anything other than what you're doing is insanity. Say that again. (laughs) Thinking that you should be doing anything other than what you're doing is insanity. (laughs) And there's something about that because say on this subject of goals or resolution, if it made sense to do it, you'd be doing
0: it. Yeah.
1: And if it made sense at the moment to put pressure on myself, yeah, that's what I did. That's where I was. And I can't get it wrong. But thinking that I should be somewhere other than where I'm at or doing something different or having more fun
0: something i really love about that that's very cool cuz there's a big clue in that statement isn't there with the word should which must be thought above something so it's a, it's a comparison of what is compared to what isn't and a judgment on that comparison and it's interesting to notice for me anyway how the word should kind of just sucks any enjoyment out of anything. It actually, if I might say to myself, I shouldn't have pressure, I shouldn't be so, you know, on to myself on this, then I'm doubling down. <laughs> I'm doubling. Down. I'm putting pressure on my pressure. I'm putting expectations on my expectations. And I'm actually having more of stuff on, more of me on my mind, more of the how am I doing with this task or with my life more of that on my mind and I know I know that isn't helpful nor required nor the secret to getting more stuff done in the world. It really doesn't. The notion, you know, of the more I'm on to myself the more I will achieve. Yeah, that doesn't work. Maybe there's a spike at the beginning of a of the insight of, I don't feel comfortable, therefore I will do something. But beyond the initial thought into action, already in action, into action. And then I've noticed that that's all I ever need. I don't need more judgment then to keep me going. It's inspiration as opposed to willpower. It's inspiration as opposed to willpower. I'm not seeing willpower as evil or anything. I think willpower can be great to a certain extent, but when we depend on it, we're living on fumes, adrenaline, all those other hormones that aren't particularly helpful nor healthy to have long-term in our bodies. And it's very easy, because I've experienced it at least twice in my life of being burned out that way, mentally and physically. You know, as you said, the the quote that you just mentioned, I remembered yesterday, seeing something on Instagram. Bear with me; I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up because it won't take me more than a few seconds to kind of find it. And I'm gonna quote a friend of mine. It's Maria Mayer. It's okay not to have an intention or word for the year. It's okay to have an intention or a word for the year. It's okay. Not to have New Year's resolutions. It's okay to have New Year's resolutions. It's okay to have reflected on the past year. It's okay to not have reflected on the past year. It's okay not to feel energized after the festive break. It's okay to feel energized after the festive break. Everything is okay. There are no rules. It's all made up. Do whatever makes sense to you. Wishing you a year of dot, dot, dot. Fill in the blank, whatever makes sense to you. I will let Maria know that I quoted her on that. Because I think it's really cool. and I just loved it when I saw that yesterday. About it's okay to have them and it's okay not to. Because there are no rules. We're making it all up. Exactly as you said a few minutes ago.
1: Lately, whether or not it's thoughts about roads or time pressures or... Even, oh, this is so much more fun. Noticing that all of that is just a thought in the moment. Even the stuff that feels good, right? Lately noticing that I'm doing that brings me back to that place where I know that whatever I'm doing or not doing in the moment, even... Thinking too much and being up in my head. I find myself when I notice dropping into a space where that falls away for a second.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Story of it all. Whatever it is, it falls away. I'm back I'm in reality. I'm, I'm back in the present. present. I'm missing when I'm in my story. deeply touched the other day by a quote from the same person inspiring Katie. She's been like my greatest friend this last year. She said she was literally just talking about walking from making a salad to answering the door. And she said I walked with the fullness of what's given. the smell of the salad and the sound of the phone ringing and the doorbell and her body walking from one place to another without needing anything from her. And she said, I walked with the fullness of what's given. And that's the stuff that we miss when we're in our story. There's nothing wrong with being in our story, but being alive and Full of our senses and everything that's going right. Love oh, that. Oh, the fullness of what's given. Moment and presence. How beautifully we're made. Just like everything is when we don't have a story that it should be something else. Mm-hmm course my mind jumps into oh i wish i could you know walk in that fullness like more of the time and and then i'm done <laughs> i'm out of the moment
0: yeah
1: i'm out of the space mm-hmm. trying to like make something happen <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and but, there i am
0: as as bob dylan said trying to catch the wind yeah
1: <laughs> and that's okay too yeah
0: you know, as we wrap up and if you remember the um, the intention behind this podcast of under the noise is that we've, we've looked at the noise of and what's under the noise of goals, intentions, making a salad and then leaving the salad to go and walk to answer the door. And effectively, one thing that I loved in what you said is that it's okay to be in the noise. We can't get that wrong. And it's okay to be under the noise. We can't get that wrong. And all we ever do is dance between the two. They're not different from each other. They're made of the same, of the same energy in in transient form. Well, certainly the noise is transient form. What's under the noise seems to me is a permanent formlessness. The space that you just said, the wholeness of what's given is timeless formulas and the more i've noticed that the existence of that and then to notice the truth of that it's a total life changer yeah,
1: the value of that you've been listening to under the noise i'm kate roberts and i'm here with win morgan If you have any questions or comments, please reach out. If you have any suggestions for topics that you would love for us to talk about, definitely get in touch with us. Our details follow the podcast. Thanks for being here with us. Thanks for joining us. We'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and review. If you have a topic or question that you'd like us to chat about, email Wynne or Kate at win at winning.co.uk and kate at katerobertscoaching.com. Until then, enjoy what's possible under the noise.